Hello, everyone, and welcome to uh, the Bootenhearth Podcast Match Day Week 13, I guess Match Week 13 um, edition. We're dropping the numbers because, quite frankly, neither of us know how to count. Um, so uh, I am Grayson, uh, Grayson Nelson. Um, I'm joined, as always, by Ted Shear. What's up, guys? How we doing? Good to be back. And this week we are joined by uh, East London extraordinaire or West London. I forget which side of the which side of this city they're on. East London extraordinaire, uh, Harry Spitz. Harry, How's how are you? Good. Glad to be on. Glad yeah. So you. what? Yeah. Is it? Are they? Not, are they in the West London or are they East, in East London? East London. East. Okay, so West Ham is in East London. Makes sense. Okay. All right. Makes sense. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Just like um, <laughs> Well, if you couldn't pick up, if you couldn't pick up from that uh, that little line there, uh, Harry is our resident West Ham fan, and he will uh, he will be joining us to go through uh, go through match week thirteen, go through all the results from the weekend, any headlines that popped up, and he will be. Uh, reserving the the coveted guest spot for our weekly pickums. So, mm-hmm. um, Pete, Pete Sheriff did not. Uh, spoiler alert: did not do too well with his pickums last week. So uh, we'll get so it. Hopefully, that. Harry can pick up the slack. <laughs> um, but Harry, uh, before we get into that, um, I wanted to uh, I wanted to I wanted to give a toast real quick. Toast. To uh, to dog moms everywhere. No, to um, <laughs> to uh, this match week thirteen being over, and hopefully next week Liverpool kicking the shit out of Tottenham. So cheers to that. Cheers, y'all. And to Italian bean pole strikers. We'll throw that one in there too. Who doesn't love a good scamacca? Just, um, just for good what, a what, what a man. What a man. What a man. So, uh, Harry, before we get into before we get into the pickums, I wanted to I wanted to ask you um, how how did you end up uh, choosing West Ham as your team? How did you how did you become associated with West Ham? I started way back. FIFA 08 was the first time I had been introduced to anything related to international soccer. Um, Okay. I knew I didn't. I, I knew I didn't want to be a Manchester United fan or or a fan of a team that Good had been you. winning recently. Um, and I saw West Ham. I like Port. I was very intrigued, and and that just became my team. I I honestly didn't even think about it until probably about 2012, when I when I actually got back into watching soccer, um, and just kept my loyalties to them um it was the bubbles right go. it was the bubbles right <laughs> it was the bubbles <laughs> we are forever blowing bubbles um and, and our dr- dreams do fade and die pretty much every time but um, <laughs> it's been an up and down existence as a west ham fan so far and as i have gathered by following a lot of west ham twitter i i think I'm in for that for the rest of my life, but <laughs> have West Ham. So since, am I wrong in thinking that West Ham have West Ham gotten relegated since 2008, or am I? I think they went down 
in like 2010 or 2011, one of those years. And I, I was not a fan at the time or paying attention. Um, so since I've been a fan, they have not been relegated. Yeah. So, so I just looked at, yeah, yeah. So right on the dot, 2010, 2011. So perfect. And they came right back up right after that. So uh, you sort of follow it. I, I think I think there's something to be said about that, uh, Harry. Clearly, your fandom is keeping them up. Uh, so so good yeah, on a good you point. for that. That's a good point. I hope um, that... You and Mark Noble. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> legend. Legend. That is, that is one thing that I will do um, later. So uh, Uh-oh. Good old Mark Noble. Yeah. Um, I know nothing about him other than he is just I the peak English man. I I feel like he's just pure footballer. Like that dude. I he's he's just a very stereotypically looking white dude um with a very British name. When you just, think of Brexit, like you would... think of Mark Noble. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Perfect. Exactly. That's perfect. And I, I think um, a lot of West Ham supporters also support that, but we're not getting into that. <laughs> this isn't a Peter Sheriff podcast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shots being thrown out everywhere. He uh, he dodged he dodged the uh, the Saudi nation state <laughs> questioning. Uh, that's in the deleted scenes from that pod, uh, but. But maybe ne- next time he's on, we'll go over It's that. weird. Those files got corrupted as soon as I recorded them. I had nothing to do. Like, I couldn't do anything about it. Yeah, man. Pete made some calls. Pete made some calls. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame he didn't corrupt the pick'em section. Yeah, what happened to those calls coming in? Like, how could he do so poorly in the pick'em if he's got that insider info, you know? We should jump into yeah. that. Unreal. Did I just yeah, receive yeah, a message so- from Peter? Of course I did. <laughs> um um, so moving on to the pickums uh so uh because you are the guest harry you you will have to answer for all of pete's sins uh so i i'm sure this is not the the first time that this had to happen and it and it for sure won't be the last um but we're gonna we're gonna go through each match super quick uh um we'll start off with with man city one nil Leicester. um we all got this one right but i don't think anyone saw this being a one zero game i watched a bit of it and it was boring as hell i'm not gonna lie this game was not exciting whatsoever i i only caught the hi- the highlights which there were a few of um, what was it like a minute long? <laughs> yeah, I mean the extended. I think the extended. I, I I did make a note of this. The extended highlights, I believe, were twelve minutes long. At least the ones I were looking at. Those are normally seventeen to twenty minutes in length. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, they and I'm sure they were milking it to get it above ten minutes. Yeah, for sure, definitely. The highlights were quick throw-ins and and balls being taken off. <laughs> They're like throw an ad break in there too. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, I don't have much to say about this one uh, other than that. No, we uh, were expecting no, no. very different result. I think maybe. I think we were I, just I, expecting a, a. What was that, Harry? It just goes to show you the quality of a team like Man City. You know, not their best day. Certainly, you know, 
their performance might not have justified three points, but at the end of the day, they get it done and, you know, they keep marching on. That's what the good yeah. teams do. Uh, That's what they say. Yeah, it's if only if only certain teams out there could could have shit days and still pull out results. Um, not naming names, <laughs> but uh, you, we'll uh, we'll leave that one for later. Newcastle four, nil Villa. Pete's, Pete's um, probably uh, eager for us to talk about this one. I would have to say. Unfortunately, to we were all right. We can leave it at that and move on from here. No. Um, <laughs> Miggy Almiron with another absolute banger of a goal. The Paraguayan Pele pulls it out yet again. This dude needs to he's he's burying Jack Grealish on his own. I mean, genuinely. He's doing well. He's doing well for sure. Um not a great debut for 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 Unai. Uh He didn't he wasn't he wasn't coaching this one. He oh, he wasn't. Was oh, I, my yeah, mistake. Yeah, no, no. He couldn't get he, I take uh, it back. I take it back. He could not get um, his. Was it work uh, visa? Yeah, work, work, work visa. Uh, so he's he just got in either today or yesterday. Gotcha. Um, we're recording on Wednesday, um, and so he will be in the seat for they play. Uh, they play Man United, so he'll be in the seat for that one. Um, Hopefully they get that Man United or, or the the new manager bounce against Man United. But we'll see. Mm. Uh, I mean, it's, it's a little scary. Newcastle is doing this with their squad of basically the last two years. You know. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I think they're bringing in a whole bunch of new players over the next few years. And if they're doing this with Fabian Shaw and Sean Longstaff, <laughs> you know, what are they going to do with actual players? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> worrying as a West Ham fan for sure. Jude Bellingham to Newcastle. Yeah. <laughs> Stop! No, don't bring that evil into the world. Declan Rice to Newcastle. Whoa, whoa! <laughs> if Declan Rice leaves us, there's no way he's going up to shitty Newcastle. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will hold you to that when he's wearing that black and white. Um, no, I think, um, yeah, you're right. They've only added, like, from that lineup that they've been starting recently, Alexander Isak, their big signing from the summer, has been injured. So it's been it's been um, a Gimarish, uh, uh, uh still on the show. But other than that, him and Trippier have been, have been doing well. But uh, they're Caleb not getting 4 results Caleb off Wilson the back well. of just those guys. Who? Callum Wilson. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, they've had, like, Callum Wilson's popping off. But, yeah, uh, Harry's right. I mean, they, Cal Wilson's been there. He's been injured, but um, no, he's still he's still popping off. Um, okay, uh, that's enough uh, Newcastle talk. I'll have to wash out my mouth <laughs> after this uh, pod. Um, Alcohol. Bournemouth two, three Spurs. Uh, what a game! We all we all got this one right, uh, but I was the only one to get the correct goal difference. So I believe I deserve five bonus points for that. Wow. And <laughs> I will be marking that down appropriately. Um, this was this was a close one. This was a close one, Ted. So let me let me talk about this. I uh, I, I listened to quite a few Spurs podcasts, and uh, at the moment, the prevailing theory on us on on, on our style of play at the moment because it's been it, it arguably so so we're we're doing well on the table. Everybody points the table and says you know. The ends justify the means here. 
the theory, the running theory that's being shuffled around right now amongst the pods is that we essentially are conserving energy in the first half and then just throwing, throwing everything at the wall in the second half. And I don't know if it's Conte's brilliance that is, 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 you know, leading us to do this or, or if it's something else, but it is a tactical decision. And, and honestly, I sat there, I sat in that chair right over there and watched this game. And when we took the lead in the, I think it was the 92nd minute. 95th. 95th, 95th. I was thinking to myself, Conte's a genius. And that was after like 90 minutes plus of me saying, Conte's an idiot. What the fuck are we doing? Why did we throw away the first half? So that's all I have to say on that. He's a genius. Uh, you know, he should, he should sign a new contract immediately. What a game. What a game it was. <laughs> Harry, you got anything for this? Nope. Fuck Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I think you just spewed a whole lot of horseshit. No, dude. Quite honestly, <laughs> dude, there is no way Conte, who has literally been quoted as wanting to kill his players, and like doesn't consider preseason a success until every player is thrown up, is not running his team into the ground. For ninety minutes, there's no way he's conserving energy for the whole game. Dude, we're the fittest team. We're the fittest team in the league, and all we're doing is playing to that advantage by throwing away the first half and conserving energy for the second half. That's that's the strategy. Also, this is we lost we lost Cam on you, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. Oh no, we lost Cam because I was lagging out while you were um, dropping the biggest load of uh, copium uh, this side of the Mississippi. Uh, We haven't even gotten into the Liverpool game, man. I don't think so. Uh, (laughs) There will be no. Copium whatsoever in there I, because I am a realist and I'm not considering a 95th winner a tactical genius moment. No shot. Dude, we just to figure out their thing. We score all our goals from corners and set pieces. It's the new Tottenham. I'm convinced. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that I'm sure that going to work out. Uh oh, Spitz, you still there? Uh oh, I think we lost him. No. Right. We get into do we get into any Champions League here? No, we we I mean we we kind of, you know, throw a comment in here and there, but uh no, not not typically. You did you watch did you Spurs, catch Go ahead, Grace. I I was I was going to say Spurs top their group um very luckily that that was like the lowest scoring group in the history of 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 the Champions League. I mean, I never doubted it, man. Every God. every once in a while, I get the same feeling at a at Tottenham and Liverpool. Is just <laughs> sometimes both of you guys just pull out results out of your ass. Um, <laughs> yep. And like, it's just especially in Champions League, it's just so annoying. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm I'm not gonna sit here and tell you any differently though. That for sure is Liverpool has had plot armor, especially in the the Premier League winning season. Um, it exists, but it was not always like that. So I will take it while I have it. Um, uh, on to the on to the next one. Um, we have Crystal Palace one nil Southampton. Uh, Grayson and Ted were right, uh, and and uh, Pete Sheriff was wrong. Good day, sir. Wrong. Nothing. <laughs> wrong. Um, 
Crystal Palace pulled this one out. One nothing though is is is. I don't know. I think South. I think Crystal Palace is good, and I think Southampton can still still pull out pull out something from the season. I don't think they're I don't think they'll be relegation threatened. So we'll see. But Crystal Palace uh, is a really weird team, and I they just they are they show up in the big games, and then against like I don't know. They sure they got it done against Southampton, but like at the same time, I feel like you put them up against a mid to low tape lower table team. I just don't think they show up. They just don't. I don't know. They don't care about those games. Such an odd team. Yeah. Um, Harry, anything on this one? Really nothing. I mean, th- these are two teams that will just forever be from about 10 to 16 in the table. And they'll always play this to a 1-0, a 1-1 draw. Um, you know, Palace has the ability to go to a, a top six club and, and really pull out a result, but I don't think they have the consistency. Is Vieira still their coach? Yeah. I just... I mean, it seems like they've been. I look at the table now; they're tenth. It seems like they've been tenth through twelfth for the last seven years. Um, I really root for them to get relegated, just because that's the type of team they are, and they are annoying right there at tenth through twelfth, and they'll pull a result out of their ass every once in a while. Um, Wolf Zaha is always a threat, but. You know, they can't really string a lot of results together. Um, and I think that their fans believe that they create Selhurst Park as, you know, some sort of fortress, and it's just really not true. So It's a park, not a fortress. <clears throat> I, I This game, when Palace plays Southampton West, you know, it just... I, I look at that match and I think to myself, I don't want to watch this. They'll probably come out with a draw or like a one goal victory on some bullshit. So, I yeah. I think uh, I'm sure we'll get into mid table mediocrity uh, once we're done these these pickums uh, and the, oh, what's some of these states. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, uh, so bright four uh, one Chelsea. Um, I was the only one who got this right, and quite honestly, I don't know why I picked Brighton. Um, this this game, I did not pick four one. That is for damn sure. What a smackdown from Brighton! I mean, they brought the heat. I don't know if you guys watch the highlights or watch this game, but that stadium, I have never heard the Amex as loud as it was. Uh, during this game, it was booming, dude. I I watched <clears throat> I watched highlights and I think I caught a brief portion of the first half. Uh, Matoma and Trossard have been impressing me all season, so and good. they oh. they just continued to do that in this game. It was nuts. It doesn't help that Chelsea gave them two, but like still, I mean, they were so yeah. good. They are dirty. Yeah. Is this a, I mean, the first goal from. Graham, Pro- go Graham Potter revenge match, right? Yeah, yeah. The storyline oh, was there for sure. Yeah, so a lot, they of, a lot of whiteboard yeah. material. Well, and I think I think Trossard really loves these 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 big games because they. I mean, the 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 composure and the skill shown for that first goal was nuts. Absolutely incredible. Uh, Trossard. You, you look good in red, buddy. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, 
Um, okay, so this, this game, one. this game could have been six one. That Brighton Chelsea game could have been six. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, this game could have been four one without the own goal. Yeah, yeah, admittedly. Another another team like Newcastle, where it's not like they've brought in, you know, eighty million dollar signings. They're doing this Pascal Gross. They're doing this with Sully March and Leandro Trossard. It's not like they've brought in, you know, Messi or something. Um, yeah, you know, if they get in, if they get investment, who knows? I think Deserbi is a a really good good manager as well. You know, yeah, that was that was great timing to get him through the door. Um, and he, I think, he's going to do good things with this uh, Brighton team. Um, a little birdie told me, Harry, that you uh, you do not have uh, a a a soft spot for Brighton. Is that true? <laughs> oh. Elaborate. I mean, I I I've looked it up before this just to to get my facts straight, but since Brighton came up. To the Premier League in 2017, West Ham has not beaten Brighton one time. Wait, what? So we talk about bogey teams, how how a, a certain team might have your number. West Ham haven't beaten Brighton since 2017. In fact, you have to go to when they played each other in the championship in 2012 to find the last time that West Ham beat Brighton. Um, Damn, dude. And you know it's it's never it's never you know a match where Brighton just outshines us. It's never a match that Brighton looked the better squad. It's it's a Dan Burn header in the 88th <laughs> minute. It's Leandro, <laughs> you know Leandro Trossard coming out of nowhere and scoring a goal. It's a dodgy penalty call. Um, so it it's it's much more. I just don't want us to play Brighton then I have any feelings towards their fans or their team. It's not personal. Uh, I, I just, I, I'm sick and tired of seeing the Seagull, and <laughs> I need them out of the Premier League. I'm a big Gulls fan. Have, um, have any, I, so all of those losses, uh, except for, except for the stint where Pellegrini was the manager uh, in 2019, all of those losses presumably came under Moyes. And so, or is it is it Dyke? Really? Who's who's the manager of West Ham? I'm sorry, I'm I'm blank. Well, it's Mo- we got- uh, it's Moyes. Yeah. It's Moyes right so now. We went, we went going all the way back. We went Big Sam, which yeah. what a legend he is. I think we went Billich, and Billich mm-hmm. had Payet and, and that whole run. And then after that, we went Moyes. We went to Pellegrini. We went back to Moyes, and that's where we're at yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was. I'm not going to let that fly out of the radar. I'm not going to let that fly out of the radar. I'll fess up. I'll fess up. On the last pod, <laughs> I uh, on the last pod, I I, I mistakenly said, uh, I think it, I think I was thinking Sean Dyche was the uh, uh, manager of 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 West Ham, which I I was watching the no, highlights literally. today, and I was like, I literally texted, I texted, I texted Grayson and Pete, and I was like. Crap! I fucked up. <laughs> uh, but no, no. Uh, no, I think I, towards Brighton. Yeah, I, I, I think. Well, and I think that hate is is not that it 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 
it probably already is over at Chelsea, but this might be uh this might be a Moyes Potter thing and Potter just might have Moyes' number. So now you've got two bogey teams potentially. So we'll see. Um, oh, true. But anyway, uh uh getting into it. Um Brighton won uh one Wolves. Um we were all wrong. Everyone picked Brentford, Thomas Frank, figure your shit out and stop making me look dumb for uh, repping you so much on this podcast. Um, we'll get into the Diego Costa red card later. Um, I don't know. I don't have anything for this game. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have anything? I no. No, I think I, I don't enjoy watching Wolves, to be honest. I think they're no uninspired. No, no, no. There's something, something's going on in Birmingham. Uh, hopefully Unai Emery makes Essendon a bit more fun to watch. Um <laughs> Fulham nil nil Everton. Um, I was the only one that was right. Uh, an inspired pick, might I say, from Mister Nelson. Um, really, just uh, reading the game incredibly. Um, I, I'm just going to talk like Ricky Henderson in the third person. <laughs> now. Uh, were you going to say that? I was going to say. I'll, I mean, I don't have a whole lot, but I was going to say in the in the highlights and the recaps that I watched, Everton looked. Very threatening. They looked more threatening than I'd seen them in a long time. Uh, I thought I thought Damari Gray looked great. I've always been a fan. Uh, I know Everton fans sometimes laugh at me when I say that, just because I don't know. They just they don't they they maybe they've seen the same thing out of him for so long that they kind of write him off. But I've always thought he's a very interesting and, and creative player to watch. Um, but no, I thought they looked great, and I thought uh, you know credit to credit to Everton for sticking with Lampard, giving him a little bit more time. For now, I, I caveat yeah. that with for now. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, Lampard's got them doing good things. Um, um, Harry, anything on this one? No, nil nil. Yeah. It, it just like Brentford Wolves. Um, I, I think I, I believed in Everton before this season that they would at least get back to what they were before. Mm-hmm. Looks like they're at mediocrity. Least. Stabilized. <laughs> um, Fulham has surprised me for sure, but well, I mean, yeah, yeah they're I mean, up in seventh right now. Mitrovic, I mean, man, Mitrovic, Mitrovic is 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 quality. I love I love watching him play. Yeah, I I, I think uh, that that and and we can write this down if we want to create a, a board of, of like you know hot takes, but Fulham will finish no higher than. 13th really i don't think they have any sort of sustainability they will drop all the way down the table i I don't that's what happened to brentford i yeah i think i think you might not be off base there because do you say that brentford had a no finish finish sorry Brentford. I, I was just going to say Brentford had a had a good start to last season and then and then really fell off in the second half of the season i think you might be onto something there what um What, yeah. what makes you say that? Like, are you worried about injuries? Are you worried about um, just like t- I mean, tactical you, you staying know, power or what? You look at the teams behind them: Liverpool, of course, Brighton. <laughs> unfortunately, I think they're they're going to stay up there. I think Everton and West Ham have staying power longer. They're they're not completely out of reach. It's two two match weeks that they don't perform and everyone else does. And then I, I just see them as one of those teams that's fighting down there in in 
13th through 16th to to kind of stay up in the Premier League. Um, I, you know, they're one of those teams that's been up and down and up and down. So uh, until I see a full season of Fulham staying in the top half of the Premier League, I, I hold no weight to their current position in the table. Sure, sure. Um, now, okay. now we get to talk um, about this game. <laughs> uh, so Liverpool won two leads. Ted was right on the scoreline. Uh, Grayson and Pete were wrong. Although I was right on saying that Leeds scored first, I take no pride in that fact. Hit me with it. What do you want to know? <laughs> So Pop I just, out. <laughs> I, dude, everyone keeps mentioning this, Pop and out. I, I will, I will state it right now, and it's really like, if there is any single person with like a Nunez picture in their profile, <laughs> got like Mosul all over their thing, and they're calling for Klopp out, have supported this team since 2020, and I mean, like, like literally. Had, had did not experience Roy Hodgson, didn't experience the shit of Brendan Rodgers. I mean, like Brendan Rodgers had a good season, but still, Klopp has so much cred at at FSG and at Liverpool. He will right the ship. We just saw them beat Napoli um, midweek, uh, two nothing. But figure out what's going on against these smaller teams. Like, I get if it's complacency, like install some stoicism or something like that. Like, what the fuck, man? It's just like Joe Gomez put put that ball out of play. Put that ball out of play. Why? I get I get if if Allison doesn't slip, he's able to recover. If Van Dyke is actually paying attention and not yelling at Robertson on the left side, then he's able to track back with with. Uh, Rodrigo there, but just put the fucking ball out of play. It's it's three minutes in the game. We've been letting in so many goals right off the bat. Just kick it out of bounds. It it's it, I, I'm I I just think that the we have not played ninety minutes this season. Um, some of that is because of injuries and having to do system changes um, and team and us still trying to figure it out. I think my theory is at the beginning of the season, because of the introduction of Nunez, we tried to go with some tactical changes on the way that we wanted to play in order to enable more goal scoring. And I think it got a bit over complex the way that we were trying to play. That combined with some of the injuries that we were having, plus the fact that we changed our tactical structure, but Darwin Nunez wasn't playing, uh, made it really weird. The fact that he had Firmino dropping as deep as he was. Uh, I'm rambling at this point, but it, it, it's frustrating this season because you don't fire the manager. You 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 have a lot of injuries, so you want people to come back. But it's just, it, they need to figure it out, and they're, and they're winning some really incredible games, like beating Napoli. People are pegging Napoli for 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 the finals in the Champions League. They they have them as favorites to win the Serie A. They're an exciting team to play. We beat them two nothing. And it was a full team too. It wasn't. It wasn't a youngsters team. We beat Man City, you know. But they lost to Nottingham Forest and lost to. I was gonna say, man, you got lost in the forest, and then 
you you got dog walked by Leeds. So I mean, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. That was a bit. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> no, but here's what I will say. I, after you've taken your copium there, you want to take a sip there to wash that down. Um, this is this was the uh, this was the end of a, a 29 game unbeaten run for y'all at home. I, I found that little tidbit, um, which is that's tough. That's tough. 29 games. That's admittedly impressive at home. Quite the fortress you have there at Anfield. But um, here's my theory. I've been I've been hyping this theory up that I came up with after watching this game. I can't wait for it to be dog shit. So so I'm thinking Klopp has completely thrown in the towel on the league. He's seen what Holland Holland's Holland's doing in, in Man City, and and he said okay. Because of our our slow start here in the league, we we have no chance of winning it, right? So so he is all in on Champs League, and and in his final season, y'all are gonna make a, a a huge push to win the Champs League, and then he's gonna leave Liverpool. That's my thinking on all of this. That's my big theory here, and uh, I think that's what happens, man. I think uh, Klopp out. My God, there's so much wrong with what you just said. It physically pains me. That um, was a hot take. It's, it's Harry, hot. Take. Harry, do you have, do you have anything you want to you want to throw into the I mix mean, here? Any, any do you, do you think they need new signings? Do you think they need new tactics? Do you think they need? You know, uh, it's it's not. I, I can't I, believe it's as simple as Sane left. That completely kind of destroyed their system and so now they're no. yeah 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 because you bring you bring diaz in and diaz is a great replacement for my in the sense that diaz or, or diaz is creating an amazing stuff from the left side uh gave the game against crystal palace i mean he was single-handedly keeping us in the game the that replacement was fine the big problem is you have fabinho who's been run into the ground essentially over the past three years his backup last season was tyler morton who's now on loan at blackburn rovers in in the championship tyler morton is a very good prospect but he is not he cannot back up like like there's no succession plan there's no fabinho is 29 Tyler Morton is is 19. Where's the in between there? There's no in between for that. I mean, like you you have you have I think you have a lot of mental exhaustion. They played every possible game last year. Lost the league in the last 30 minutes of the last match day um because of of Man City coming back. Lost one nothing um against Real Madrid and it was that was a tough game. I mean, like, in another world, we would have won that game if Courtois wasn't standing on his head. So I think that I think they're mentally exhausted. I think that I think the World Cup will do people a lot of good. Um, I think there are new signings that need to come in, um, and I think the team's going to go through a little bit of a revamp either here in the in January here in the, at the end of the season. But we'll see. Um, one other thing I did want to throw in was that I think I think Somerville on Leeds is is a player to watch. I think he looks, dude. He, yeah, I think he's really good. He looked good. 
I mean, Bamford, I think, looked poor. I think he gets into good positions, but he can't finish. Doesn't know what to do in the box. That one touch, dude. Oh, my God. What are you doing? Shoot that ball. (laughs) Um, But, no, I wanted to say, I think – Somerville reminds me a lot of Raheem Sterling, like at Man City. Like he he's he's got the glove. Like aside from just the way he plays, he's got the gloves. He's got the movement. He looks the way he plays is exactly the same. So I have on here Somerville Walmart Walmart brand Sterling. <laughs> Sterling Walmart brand Somerville. Oh oh, even even better, even better. But that's that's the last thing I have on that. Uh, you know what I'm looking at nice. right now is is we got Leeds, they go up up against Bournemouth next week, and then they go up against Spurs the week after that before the World Cup. I, I think I think I see Leeds winning next week, and then carrying that into Spurs, and I think that Spurs Leeds match Saturday, November twelfth, is going to be a spicy one, Ted. It really depends on what uh, what players we have back from injury at that point. I think. Honestly, because I'm worried, we'll we'll get into the fixtures uh, coming up, but uh, I I think it really that game is going to worry me. The amount it worries me is going to entirely depend on if Kulisevsky's back, if Charleston's back. It, it just it's going to entirely depend on that. Um, we'll uh, we'll see what ends up happening there, but I would be uh, shitting my pants if I were you. <laughs> okay, um, all right. Leeds USA is uh, coming for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Arsenal 5 nil Nottingham Forest. We were all correct on this one. Nottingham Forest. I I will I refuse to have any takes on them until after the World Cup, honestly. Uh, because as I've said previously on this pod, they don't even know each other's names. So <laughs> um, uh, Ted, I got I got this honestly. Up? Arsenal Forest, I mean, I think I think my prediction was 4 1. I, I don't make a habit of watching Arsenal, especially if I think they're gonna smash. So <laughs> uh last game that we'll go over um is is West Ham nil one man united. Ted was the only one who was right. Um and I think when he picked this, if I remember correctly, he said fuck Harry Spitz. <laughs> oh, um, did I say that? That's really yeah, weird. I, I think that is that. exactly exactly <laughs> what he said. I should get an extra uh, point for that, right? You should. <laughs> yeah. Extra two points. Uh, <laughs> Harry, uh uh as 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 the resident West Ham fan, um, did this scoreline do the do the game justice or did Manu uh, uh sneak out of one? I have a fact I've held on to it until now, and it's that David Moyes has not won away at a big six club in 70 tries now. Mm. So, I, I mean... I was just did a spit take with the water that I was drinking. What? <laughs> he, he brings a lineup to these matches that is so defensive. And we played four defenders, and then we played three people at a kind of central defensive mid with Declan Rice, Thomas Suchek, and Flynn Downs. And it just, it breeds, let's sit, let's try and, you know, get out of here with a nil-nil draw, no ingenuity. And, you know, we the second half came alive. Um Started playing a little bit better, but 
it's, you know, as a team that I kind of wish gets into that top eight-ish conversation, to go away, and Moyes does this a lot, just to bring such a defensive lineup, you can almost look at the lineup as a West Ham fan and and assume either we're going to come out and we're going to be on the front foot, we're going to create chances, or this is one of those matches where, you know, we'll lob the ball up to Skamaka. He's going to have no one to play off of. He's going to lose the ball, and we're going to be waiting there for another team to score. Um, so uh, against these top six clubs, at home, we show up. Away, we just play so defensively that it, it's just, it's not worth, you know, it's not worth going into a game trying to eke out a nil-nil draw and lose 1-nil. Like, why not go for it? If we lose 3-1, so be it. But we have the players now, so that's all I've got to say about this one. Uh, Paquetta wasn't playing this one, right? Is he injured or was he just not? He picked up a knock, I think, two weeks ago. Um, gotcha. Which, of course, that, that's another theme of West Ham season so far. But um, yeah, I mean, if you so, had Paquetta for this game, it's Paquetta would have one hundred percent played this game if he was healthy. I think he probably would have slotted in, maybe. For for one of the defensive mids, that would have definitely changed things. Um, but if, if we were going to play that system, Fornals comes in as that that piece, uh, which Fornals also having not the best season. But yeah, ultimately Moyes. I mean, <clears throat> we'll get into it. But Moyes is he gets his teams to this point. And I don't think he has the ability to take a team past, you know, mid-table plus, you know, barely scraping into a European competition every once once in five years. You guys got to the semifinal of the <laughs> Europa League last year. Come on, man. I, I'm not Moyes out, but I am, I am Moyes needs to show that he can handle a squad that has depth, and not only that, but handle a squad that also plays in Europe. Um, because last year, we didn't have the depth we have now, and he kind of played the same starting 11 every single week. And I think that's kind of bitten us so far this year. And you see it with the Czech boys, with Thomas Suchek, with uh, Vladimir Kufal. They, they have not been the same to start this year. And... and you know, he initially refused to play Skamaka, and he quote unquote wanted him to get up to speed in the Premier League. Well, playing in Antonio in the first however many games, he hadn't scored in about thirty matches. So, yeah, Mo- Moyes, I believe in him. I think he'll figure it out. But I think that sometimes when he sees quality on the bench. He feels like reverting back into his old self and his old team that he's kind of run into the ground. I like that take. That's a solid. That's solid insight there. Yeah. Um, I the, all I have to say about it, honestly, to to kind of agree with what you were saying is, 
Skamaka, Skamaka has really, I think, rounded in. I'm very back. I'm getting called by the CDC. Okay, so. sounds good. Sounds good. You got to take that one. Um, all I'm going to say on it is, is Skamaka and, and Ben Rama looked really lively from what I saw. I think they have a growing chemistry that's gonna gonna be really nice down the road. Um, I haven't watched a whole lot of West Ham soccer, but but from what I saw in the highlights, that backs up what I said. Um, on the other on the other side of the ball, Ralph Ralph uh, Ragnick's Man U is 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 a bit scary. I think they are rounding into dangerous form, and it. It alarms me. Rashford for sure is is on point at the moment, and that's not good news for for anyone, to be honest. Uh, I, I I don't I think I had them finishing outside the top four after that abysmal start they've had, and uh, I I worry that that may not be the case. What do you think? Yeah, I mean I I you know the the whole situation with Ronaldo right now is it's interesting. Uh, you know, you have you have a squad that, and I'll I'll jump into one of my hot takes about West Ham. You know, we talked about Mark Noble er- earlier. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, not to interrupt, but I meant Eric Ten Hag, obviously not yeah. Matt Ragnick. That's my bad. I'm I'm over two on managers on the pod, but continue. You are killing it. <laughs> you know, Mark Noble and, and now Declan Rice; those are club captains. You know, you, you think of West Ham two, three years ago. Mark Noble is one of the first people you think of. And that's someone who, you know, he knows the kit man. He knows the training staff. He knows, you know, everyone up and down the organization and the football club. And I think that's something that is invaluable to a team. And, and we have it now in Declan Rice. Will he leave? Who knows? Um but that's something I think Manchester United has lacked in the last, I don't know, however many years since since uh, Rashford and I mean, left. Um, but I mean, Maguire's been their captain for for the last couple of years. Maguire only showed up five years ago or so. He he doesn't know Manchester United in and out. He didn't grow up a Man U fan. He doesn't know what it's like to live in Manchester and and you know live in. I will die. not take this slab head blast. <laughs> but I think that's something. You know, Ronaldo coming back, you would think he would have a little bit more loyalty to the squad. He clearly doesn't. He's no. only there to collect a paycheck. He wants out. Um, yeah, but you know, you get Rashford going. Who knows a little bit more about it? Um, it? It's just tough to look at this Man United squad and think that they're going to make any sort of push late in the season to challenge anyone up at the top. Especially when you have Newcastle performing the way that they are, <laughs> you have Liverpool who are eventually going to find their form. <laughs> Like it, it's 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 going to be tough for them to continue. The, to the table's continue. already got a bow on it, right? It's wrapped up. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Keep it down. Uh, Where are Spurs in the top four right now? Are they we are third, third right now, I believe. Three. Yeah. With would uh, that be your highest table finish uh, in the last century? It it would be our highest in a while, for sure, for sure. Well, it, I, I think I think I think. Poch got him up to second, right? I think. I think at some point. 
I would have to dig. Uh, I didn't prepare for that. <laughs> I um um I um I was I was too busy uh, trying to uh, get off the phone with someone trying to give me a survey. I thought he was trying to tell me that I was uh, was dying of, of COVID, but that wasn't that wasn't Clark uh, calling to tell us to stop talking shit about pool. Oh man, no, Clark <laughs> was calling my phone. <laughs> It was uh, Liverpool's trainer off. calling to say that uh, they're going to be out for another five to six weeks. <laughs> if Klopp yeah, called your phone, yeah. you should you'd have to take that on on pod. You'd have to take that on the on my on air. <laughs> I, I would have to turn off my camera though because pants would be dropped. <laughs> um, um, now I, I man, you um, they're figuring out their their stuff and and. Um, I hope they collapse and get relegated. Um, so totals, totals were uh, Grayson seven three, Ted seven three, somehow, and Sheriff with the with the four and six. Tough. Tough. So so are we just gonna run with like the guest the guest uh, uh, category as like oh, a, yeah. an accumulative thing? So like Spitz would, would get would his chance to add on. I would prefer to not be grouped in with this four and six abysmal performance. Well, unfortunately, uh, you're a guest on the pod, so I don't know oh, if you yeah, can make that so call. Yeah, you have <laughs> and, and you will uh, you will have to carry the weight of this group project. So. I'll keep a tally, uh, then. Yeah, yeah, go for it. <laughs> um, so, so we were just kind of talking about it, and I want to, I want, I want to transition into this. Um, made a point last week we were talking about west ham last week and last week west ham were in 10th i believe they're in 13th now um i was arguing that they had actually been doing about as expected with with a couple of unlucky results in there um such as the nottingham forest one um but overall west ham have won the games that they were supposed to win They've been doing fairly well in, in I believe, the Europa, or Europa Conference League. Uh, uh, the ECL. Yeah, ECL, <laughs> baby. That's what it's all uh, about. I don't know. <laughs> From someone who watches them week in, week out, um, how how are you feeling on their season as a whole right now? Like, like are, are you, I know you've thrown out some facts of, about Moise's overall trends. Um. But do you think that that they'll stay around this level? Do you think this is where? Do you think they'll they'll start climbing the table? What do you think? State of the club brought to you by Spitz. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think we'll we'll pull out some more results. I don't see us getting back up into a European spot this year with the start we had. Um, but I mean, having Paqueta, having Skamaka, those are signings that as a fan. I, I see them come out and play and they're clear upgrades to their positions. And it's a clear sign that the club is moving forward mm -hmm. uh, with, you know, it, it's a little bit precarious not right now thinking about Europe and, and where clubs are in the premier league. Cause you have your top six and then you have Newcastle who right now are, are doing much better than expected. And, I only expect them to do better in years going forward. Um, so now we're thinking of a top seven, and there are only seven places in Europe. 
So is that enough? Yeah. Like Skamaka, who, I mean, right now as a West Ham fan, I look at him and I think if he wants to be with us for years to come, let's sign him up now and, and not let him go. Uh, but a player like that who really doesn't have an allegiance to us, I can't fault someone to go and, and play for a, you know, Man U, for a Man City, for a Chelsea, for a Liverpool, mm-hmm. not Spurs. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, I mean, I think right now, like Ted was saying with Liverpool, which who knows if that's the case, but, you know, the Conference League is kind of our ace in the hole. Um, I, I assume the teams won't be as good. We have not lost in the conference league yet. I think we're fine. Yeah, looking pretty convincing as well. Like not the three one, three zero, yeah, three one, yeah, looking really good. The so, boys are in Bucharest right now, um, but <laughs> it's nice to have. And in the conference league and the Europa League, there's this long break. If you win your group, you pass through a qualification stage. So we'll have a few months to not worry about those Thursday, Sunday game weeks, Um, which Mm -hmm. I will say, I wish no one has a Europa League or Conference League team because you're playing on Sunday every single week. And when you have football going and you have West Ham going, and you're up at nine in the morning and you're watching <laughs> sports for the entire day. It might sound like a great time, but after a while, you get a little sick and tired of it. It's a marathon. Um, <laughs> it is a marathon. Um, but, you know, we're, we're I, I would say, you know, going into the season, do I wish we were higher? Yes. It's a little disappointing where we are, but. You know, I've I've been through relegation fights before with West Ham, and I don't want to see those again. So as long as we're clear and and we're well above the drop, you know, I'll give it a few years. But like I said, Moyes hasn't taken a team up through and broken that ceiling. He he took Everton pretty close, and then went to Man U, and you know, we all know how that ended. Um. And we've already he got the one. short end of the stick on that one. He, I, I think, and this was a hot take I had before the season with Tuchel was he's one of those guys that I don't think can carry a full squad of high class, world class players. I don't think he has the ability to rotate them or, or you know, be one of those managers like. Pep is a perfect example of someone who has world-class talent and you don't hear anyone at Man City complain about playing time or I don't get the ball enough or wanting out or anything. That's because they're being paid so much. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, I think at that point, money doesn't matter. Like, you know, you don't hear any of those players wanting out. I disagree. Uh, I think at that point, the argument is playtime doesn't matter. You know, you're making so much money that the playtime doesn't matter. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I guess that's that's a that's a bad take on the players, you know, and their 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 moral moral ideology and what their goals are, I guess. But at the same yeah. time, if you're making that much money, 
I I struggle to think you're gonna go and complain that you're not getting play time. I don't know. That's just me though. But you, see, I mean, you see it with Ronaldo. Well, you just, I, I keep on going back to him. He he wants out. He he's frustrated. Well, there. that's Ronaldo though. Nobody, not everybody's Ronaldo. <laughs> Maybe this is a hot take. Maybe it is. Grayson, way in here. No, I, I I like you just had you had I think I want to say three um, Man City products, Man City youth products just went to Southampton to on on transfers. The goalie, um, Lavia, and I think someone else, maybe Belakachem. I'm not sure, um, but because they knew that they weren't going to break into the team, and I have to imagine Grealish at at some point is going to tire of riding the bench. And I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I, that is to me, this, the Grealish transfer and what's come out of it is the one thing where I, I look at Declan Rice and I say, look at Grealish and look at what he would have been with Aston Villa. Mm-hmm. He would have been a club legend that, you know, for generations, they're talking about Jack Grealish. And he's gone to Man City. He's a, a rotational player there. No one gives a fuck about him. Rotational players is, is putting it generously. <laughs> exactly. Well. I mean. So, like, you know, impassioned speech to Declan is, do you want to leave a situation where, you know, there's, there's stands in the West Ham Stadium of players that have stayed, you know, Bobby Moore, Trevor Brooking. They, you know, I feel like, particularly feel a a kinship towards people that stay home and probably most premier league teams do that you know declan if you're gonna leave to go to chelsea the team that rejected you you can go and you can do whatever you want there but you know if that happens i i don't think of him in any you know higher regard than any other player that's you know come in and out i i think that and this is a little bit off tangent for sure, but like players that make the move to a Man City or or another squad like a PSG for for a lot of money, you know, you're you're selling a little bit of that legacy that you have. I don't know. No, I agree. That's a great take. I I couldn't agree more. You definitely are. And you know, as somebody who, you know. Once Harry Kane to stay at Tottenham, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> well, I think, Harry, in, I think Harry Kane needs to win a trophy. He does. He does. Uh, I won't dispute that. Um, but Because if, if West Ham wins the Conference League this year and Tottenham doesn't win a trophy, I know I and, and all of the West Ham supporters all around the world will relentlessly make fun of Tottenham fans. It already happens. You don't have to tell me that. It, it, it already it, happens. <laughs> but um, it would be it would be so sweet to to have a trophy in the cabinet before Tottenham does, you know, in the last however long. Um, oh, I'll be rooting for West Ham in that that regard. For <laughs> sure. For sure. So Okay. I mean the state of West Ham right now is really you know, the league position is what it is. I don't think anyone is thrilled with where they are, and I don't think 
anyone is ready to throw the season away. But, you know, it's putting more pressure on the Conference League and putting more pressure on the League Cup and the FA Cup. What do you think? Yeah, for uh, sure. What, well, what do you think Jesse Lingard's thinking right now? Yeah, yeah. At least you're doing better than Jesse. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think I had Forrest second last before the season. So, I mean, hey, if Moyes wants him back over the summer, that will drive me up the wall. Moyes has a man crush on that guy. <laughs> I mean, he did well but, with y'all. I don't. I don't need him anywhere. He alienated the fans like crazy, though, didn't he? Like with signing the like, he was putting all the teasers out. Like yeah, the West he, fans. I, I was. I was writing around. Lingardino is back. He's coming <laughs> home. Um, and of course, he goes to Forest and quote unquote doesn't do it for less. Doesn't do it for the money and is getting paid like fifty k a week more there. So. I'm done with him. I think everyone else is done with he's him. He's on like 200 can't wait. Yeah, yeah he's something like that. He's, <laughs> he's thrown away his career for that. Like, I don't know who is going out and spending any sort of money because it's a one-year deal. I'm almost positive. I don't know who's it is, going it is, it is. And, and spending anything more than like 80K a week on him. And that's only because of the British tax, which looking at the agenda going into Jude Bellingham, Perfect. like transition <laughs> you know these english players just get paid so much more than anyone else especially in the premier league that you know it gets a little bit ridiculous he, and the and the and the crazy thing is moving on to to bellingham is that man city and liverpool are the big ones in on on bellingham um but you also have Real Madrid in there and, and Borussia Dortmund still competing for it. And they're competing with these English teams who need to meet registration requirements and everything like that, who are willing to pay that premium for the British tax. And you still have these teams trying to compete for these prices. I mean, that's I, I find that genuinely baffling that that Real Madrid Real Madrid's hat is still in the ring for Bellingham. Uh, knowing that they're going up against these Premier League teams. I mean, it's absolutely insane. What do we think? Do we think he's worth the 150 I think that's an absurd price tag. He's 19, and he just captained Borussia Dortmund, man. I mean, he's he's a, he's as close. I, I don't want to. $150 million? To I don't I, know, man. He, He's as close to Stevie G as I've seen. I mean, the dude is as boxed to box as it gets. His his vision, I would potentially like his vision is insane. His tackling is incredible. He is a complete player, and he's nineteen. He has not hit twenty yet. Yeah, and he's already a mainstay in the second best Bundesliga team in the world like second best Bundesliga team I want to say he's also the youngest player to play in a Champions League game as well at 17 previously was Phil Foden I want to I want to say and and he's a starter for the for the England squad yeah yeah that's that only plays two midfielders they're not playing three midfielders was that the three four three that they play is that as of this season or was that last season as well do you know I I think it's as of this season. Okay. I think Calvin yeah, Phillips. In the Euros, it was something to do with that. But in the Euros, it was Calvin Phillips and Declan Rice, and I think Calvin Phillips 
one another player that's gone to Man City and just completely sold out for money um, and, and not been playing. Yeah. So. Yeah, I can't recall the game I've seen. He's, he has been injured. He's been out with a shoulder injury, I believe. Really? But yeah, but, I like, still, I mean, do I you see think... him... Do you see pl- him playing over like, like, uh, like like Rodri or or um, or or uh, Gundogan? Yeah, no. What's that win for him? And that would have been fin- fantastic, but no, he he went to he went to City. But I mean, I I look at I look at Jude and I think, is this another Jaden Sancho coming over from? Borussia Dortmund and and you know Sancho was I, was he over a hundred million? Sancho was that's a good question. I think Sancho was up there. If not, I'm gonna say and, off the cuff. I'm gonna say he was like 85, 85 yeah. million, but I could be I, wrong. Uh, he was eighty five million oh, euros, a hundred oh? million dollars. You wow. are both correct. Wow. Congrats to both of you. Um, but is there, you know, and I've heard this from a lot of supporters also. Is there any, is there any worry for a player to come into the Premier League, um, and, and you know the physicality of the Premier League, especially in a midfield dude, role? Jude Bellingham is. I I genuinely like 150 million is a lot i think it's too money. much i think it's too much he's such an a intelligent player he's 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 six two six three i mean he's got the stature he can get the strength he's a very very smart player it's not like he's going to come in and and not be able to cope with the pace of the game i i I think he's. I think he'd be fine. I don't think this is a Jaden Sancho because I don't think the the it was only ever Man United, and it was just a matter of those two teams figuring it out. I think Man City still has a shout here. I think Real Madrid still has a shout here. I think you could see Chelsea getting into the mix here. Yeah, uh, you haven't said Liverpool yet. <laughs> I, Liverpool's obvious. I feel like Liverpool is obvious. <laughs> I don't know. Liverpool is definitely in the mix for that mix for him. It it it, it comes up so much it makes me sick. Um, because I don't know if FSG are willing to shot for him. Um, but I think I think another another piece on this as well is Declan Rice is a year older. Before this season, I think it was last season or the season before, Declan Rice was a hundred million dollar man with it with West Ham putting that price tag on him. Mm-hmm. Um, Jude Bellingham goes for 150 million. What does it say about the the price tag on Declan Rice's head? Do you think do you think because he's getting older, the price is going down because his contract is one year on, the price is going down, or do you think he's still around that 100 million dollar? I I don't think West Ham are pricing to sell. I, I think no, no shot, no shot. That yeah. at at you know, if, if Jude, oh, did you? Did I lose you? Spitz, you there? I yeah, you're back. You're back. You're back. All right. Yeah, both of us are cutting out. This is this is uh, <laughs> we're struggling here. It's a uh, bad internet episode. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
But I mean, I, I I think I truly think Declan's the next captain for England, um, and it it's up to West Ham to finish in places and get into competitions that make him stay, which is why there's a little bit of urgency right now. Good kids back into Europe with good results. Yeah, and to your point last week. Um, I don't think any West Ham fan has any sort of idea that we should be finishing consistently in the European spots, but there's a sense of urgency with the players we have that can we keep those spots? Can we stay in Europe? And because of that, that means we can attract a few more players. I mean, Skamaka was getting looks from PSG, and PSG wanted him, and he chose to go to West Ham <laughs> as opposed to going to PSG. That make you feel um, good. That make you feel real good. Oh, it, it, <laughs> I didn't know it when we signed him, but looking back, I was uh, pants were down. <laughs> um, so I, I don't think that happens without Europe, and uh, you know, unless you're a team like Man United that can finish tenth or whatever, Chelsea who finished 10th a few years back and get those players and continue to build because of the brand and the name you have. Yeah, uh, and, you're, and, and the expectation from the board and the, the yeah. ba- financial backing to end up in those spots, yeah. Finishing outside of there is, is not, not good for West Ham, but that's why I say, you know, the cup competitions and the conference league there's more pressure now, but I, I you know, yeah. Declan, it, it's up to him really at this point. If he wants to go, he can go. I, I have, if West Ham finish 13th and get knocked out of the conference league and, and all of the cups immediately, and he goes for 150, you know, I, I don't think anyone can fault him for wanting to go to a team that, that is consistently, challenging for either the Premier League title or, or a Champions League title. Yeah, I, I, I it, it may it reminds me of of um, Liverpool with with uh, Luis Suarez um, back before he left. Um, and I think uh, just that, like like being able to hold on to these players uh, without European football becomes a lot a lot harder. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, I hope I hope Declan Rice uh, can be held on there unless he starts getting linked to Liverpool, in which <laughs> uh, you hate to see it. But uh, I, I honestly, I honestly think if Liverpool get priced out of Jude Bellingham, that that we'll start chasing Declan Rice, honestly, because I, I, it, I honestly, yeah, I, I didn't even think about it until now. But like having Jude be the the first one on the market. It, it both takes the heat off of Declan Rice and whatever price is set for him will be the price set for Declan. Yeah. Mm, I mean, I don't yeah. know if I agree with that. You really think Declan's going to be I think in that same is. ballpark? I think he is twice the player Jude Bellingham has. Oh, is. Whoa. Let me get up my shovel and we can dig into that one a little bit more. I wasn't going to say it. I think Jude Bellingham gets – I just am not – I'm not sold. 
I am not sold at 150 on, mil. I, 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 <laughs> you know, I've seen him play a few times internationally, a few times for Dortmund. He's good. Is he great? I don't think so. I've watched Declan Rice in. Can he work like, in a David can... Moyes double pivot? I mean, <laughs> I mean, box to box. You want to talk box to box? Let's talk about Declan Rice. Y'all been oh, looking I'm for the bad. new Mark Noble since forever. This could be how old is Declan Rice right now? How old is Declan? He's Rice? pretty young. He is. He is pretty young. I will say that. Let me look up Declan Rice age. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that this is. This is <laughs> I don't know. This is. Declan he's Rice 23. Born in he's 1999. He has four years on Jude Bellingham. Four years on Jude Bellingham, and I would argue that they are probably they are they are going to start in the same midfield this summer. And they are uh, four years apart. Yeah, he so, has he he has brought West Ham to Europe twice. And he has also brought England to the Europa final already. Um, oh I, I think he's God. proven in. I mean, he is he is more proven in the Premier League, and I think that that holds a lot of weight when we're talking about transfers between leagues. Because I, I I've seen it with West Ham, and I'm sure you guys have seen it with your clubs. You bring in some guy who has been, you know, an absolute dynamo in whatever league he's coming from. Fucking Andre Yarmolenko came over for us. <laughs> and, you know, he was, <laughs> he was fine. But, like, we're not, we're not talking about someone who has absolutely lit the world on fire. But someone, I mean, if you look at our squad, Bowen's from the championship. Ben Rama's from the championship. We got, I mean, we got Suchek and Kufal from the Czech teams, which take that for what you will. But Antonio is also from a championship club. These are players that have stayed in our squad for years. And, and you know, Felipe Anderson, who was our top signing before, I think, Skamaka, <laughs> in and out. Sebastian Allaire. Hope he gets better, but in and out. Like Yeah, wow, you, wow. Shitting on cancer patients, really? <laughs> I, I, said so? it, I said I hope he gets better. When <laughs> um, he was in it, like we've brought in these players who are supposedly like top, top world class talent from overseas. They come into the Premier League and they just don't pan out. And and that's why I think Declan Rice has a little bit more selling power than a Jude Bellingham that is from a different league and, and hasn't really had the experience that Declan has. Not saying I uh, want us uh, to sell Declan. Uh, uh, I, uh, <laughs> uh, I'll, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to store this one in the bag, but I, I, I think I'm not under, I'm not saying that Declan Rice is not a bad Come player. on! He's a very good player. He's Declan Rice is a very good player, but Jude Bellingham. He's not Jude, Jude Bellingham. Bellingham. Come on! He's even in there at least. At least kid, four years on him. I said I sat in ten minutes of silence listening to that. I'm not gonna let he, let you 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 call Declan Rice Jude Bellingham. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right, all right. On on that note, that that will be we'll. Uh, <laughs> 
We'll store that in the legacy. I'm, I'm going to do a quick quiz, and then we'll uh, we'll get into the pickums. Uh, so my quiz is is very simple. Um, the the two of you, I want you to name me who the top five goal scorers are for the Premier League right now. There are six with two tied at five. Holland's like way down there, right? Way down on the list. Uh, he's he's 115. Yeah, oh, yeah, as a yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. All right, so this is this is. Are we doing individually, or are we working together on this? No, working together. Working okay. Together. All right. Well, this is a team sport. Holland. Holland number one. Okay, got that one. Spitz, who are you thinking? Oh God. Um. Harry Kane has he been scoring? He's been scoring. Yeah, I think Harry I think Kane Harry, is number two. Yeah, yeah, I would. I think I think maybe as much as it pains me to Holland say, Holland is I think, number. I, I, I will say Holland is number one with seventeen. Harry Kane is number two with ten. What about yeah. like I think J, Jesus? Maybe he's been pretty good in the box. Yeah. Um. um ooh, I've got a spice. Is that one. your final answer? Is that our final answer, Jesus? The. I, I'm, I'm not I'm holding not. you to these. You get to keep going until you get the top five. Jesus is 12 with Jesus, five. Holy shit. Okay. Uh, Jesus is 12. You know, you know what I'm saying? He has not been scoring that much. We've talked about Trussell? earlier. Fulham is Mitrovic. Mitrovic could definitely be in the top top five. You, you said top five, right? Yeah, top five. And there's six people in the top five. What? Uh, two people. Two oh, people tie, tied tie, it. Tie, tie. That makes sense. Two people tied it. Uh, I'm down. I'm Mitrovic down. is... Mitrovic is third okay. with nice. nine goals. Okay. So we got the top three. What about Trossard? You think Trossard maybe? Brighton went through a, a dry spell, but I, we can try it. Let's, mm, let's do it. Sure, yeah. Let's Trossard. Trossard is one of the people tied for fifth let's with go. seven goals. We're doing well. He, the fun, fun fact behind this one is that he has scored five goals under Roberto De Zerbi. He has scored all of the first five goals of uh, RDZ's term as Brighton manager, three of which came against Liverpool. So, uh, wow. You'll love to see that. Uh, all right. So, you need four and the other person at fifth. So, hmm. think about the team. Yeah. I will give Ours? you a hint. I'll, I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a hint. One is English and the other is not. You know what I'm thinking for English? Hmm. This could be very wrong. Newcastle's up there. Is that Callum Wilson? Mm, it could be Callum Wilson. Callum Wilson? You are close with that. Is it no. Bruno? Callum Wilson, no. Callum Wilson is six. Or Callum Wilson oh. is seventh with six. Is it Bruno on Newcastle? Uh, no. Bruno Bruno is not even on the list. Fuck. So. <laughs> I haven't been paying attention to Newcastle. Miggy? Me wrong. Ooh, that's a good shout. I have not been paying attention to new Miggy, Miggy is the other fifth place team. All right. with, uh, or fifth place player. And you said the last one goals. is English. Miggy might be English. He's not. He's not. <laughs> yeah, the last one's English. <laughs> um, hmm, okay. This is a tough one. I'm not going to lie. I would not have guessed this one. Spitz, who are you thinking? 
I I am out. Uh, I mean, we haven't said anybody on what on Liverpool, but they don't have any English. No, I'm, I'm thinking of English strikers, and I think you got Harry Kane. His backup is Jamie Vardy. What? Uh, no, Jamie Vardy is is not. I don't not even think he. Yeah, he's not on the list. You have two lesser players on this list: Harvey Barnes and James Madison, but neither. Oh, um, man, this is gonna kill me because I feel like I will. I'll, I'll give you. Do you guys want another hand? No, give me, hand? give me one more guess. Give me one more guess. Um, okay, all right. All I'm right. thinking. Talk me through your logic. Talk me through your logic. Oh, I'm just looking at the teams on this list. We didn't say... <sighs> but, yeah, no, it's not. Yeah, all right. Come on, give me something here. Give me a hint. Give me a hint. Nah, nah, nah. You said one more guess. Come okay, on. Talk all through, right, through, all right. Talk all me right. through some logic. Talk me through some logic. I'm Please. just running through the teams on this list right now, and... and... I'm I'm struggling, man. I'm really struggling. Um, the, the, which I, teams got, have English strikers? English strikers? Oh no! I was thinking both Sterling and Phil Foden. I don't think Ster- Sterling's played that much, and I don't think Phil Foden has it. But I mean, Patrick Bamford. I mean, no, Bamford has been scoring a lot of goals. It can't. Has been scoring it, a lot of goals. No way. No way. Another one on Man City? I thought Man City was done. Like I ruled them out because Holland's been taking all the goals. But uh, All right. Who other, what other English strikers they got on Man City? English forwards, I should say. They got Grealish. I, they got Grealish, but I don't think it's Grealish. I mean, Phil Foden's there. Okay. Yeah, I'll throw it out there. Foden. Foden is seven. Okay, it's not gold, which is still. I mean, because there's two tied at fifth, there's no sixth. So um, he's only one goal off the top five, which is kind of insane. Um, No. So the hint that I will give you is he does not play for a team in the top half of the table. Wow. Okay. Don't look at the table. Don't look at the table. I'm not looking at the table. I'm definitely not looking at the table. Nottingham, I'm not sure. Brent, Are you looking at the table? You I'm you definitely not looking at the table right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, God, this is going to kill me. Is it? Right, no, they're not. Doesn't Brentford it's, have one? Calvert-Lewin's been injured. It's not him, right? Not Calvert Lewin. Brentford has one, right? <sighs> Didn't Tony go to Brentford? Ivan Tony, that's a good shout. No, I don't know if he is he on Brentford. I don't know if he's on Brentford. Ivan Tony is on Brentford. He is on Brentford. Then it's him. Is it Brent? Yeah, is it Ivan Tony? It is Ivan Tony <laughs> in fourth with well eight goals. Well done. Look at that. All right, so the top five. Uh, that we have is Erling Holland at 17, Harry Kane at 10, Mitrovic uh, with 9, Ivan Tony with 8, Miggy Almiron with 7, and Leandro Trossard with 7. 
That is your top five goal scorers in the Premier League as of match week 13. Okay. Let's, um, let's fly through the pick'em. I'll type it yeah, up. I can through, type it up. We'll fly through the uh, the pick'ems. Um, you have you have the 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 state of all future guests uh, riding on your shoulders, um, Harry. Don't 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 screw this up like Pete did. Um, so uh, Nottingham v Brentford. Uh, let's just do pick the team. Don't don't need to give a score line. Harry, you start us off. Who who are you? Who are you thinking? Nottingham versus uh, Brentford. Forest win. Forest win. Ooh. Oh man. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go tie. I'm gonna go tie. Ted, I'm gonna go. I want to say Brentford. I go Brentford, Brentford here. I go Brentford down. here. Oh, nice spread. Okay, I like that. Uh, okay, uh, Wolves v Brighton. Harry, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? Brighton Wolves. <laughs> Brighton Wolves. <laughs> um. There's no way Brighton loses to Wolves. I'm going Brighton. Genuinely no way that that happens. You muted, Ted. No, I know, I know. I was typing. Um, I'm going... God, Wolves are so boring. They are. I got to go Brighton, too. I think Brighton, yeah. Um... Okay, Man City v Fulham. This one's a hard one. Yeah, City. Yeah, City. <laughs> We're all going City. I, I think we are all going City. I care about my points too much here. Okay, City, City, City. Yeah, uh, typical, typical. Um, Leeds v Bournemouth. Fuck me, man. Yeah, Leeds oh, on an up, Bournemouth on a down. We're going with the Americans. Leeds. Leeds, USA. I like it. Medford Messi. Aronson just did a good podcast with uh, Roger Bennett from Men of Blazers. Yeah, we should, uh, get, we, should get a, we should get him on the pod, man. Get him on the pod. <laughs> yeah, Brendan Aronson on the pod. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can talk about why New Jersey shouldn't be considered a suburb of Philly. I'm there you go. Forward. Good topic. Good topic. Uh, but I mean, he's honorary Philly because he 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 went to the Philly Youth Academy. Um, uh, I'm going Leeds on this one. I, I have to. I mean, I have to. It, 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 I need for the sake of Americans in the Premier League. We need we need Leeds one in this game. So, huh? Okay. Um, yeah, off that big big win in uh, in at Anfield, I'm taking Leeds as well. That's just a very big momentum builder right there. I think confidence probably through the roof. Somerville's confidence, especially through the roof. Definitely, definitely. Um, Everton, Leicester, Harry. What are you thinking? I'll throw a score prediction: one one draw. Ooh. Bonus point. Bonus point for the guests if uh, if you get that in there. Sure. Um, I'm, go- I'm going Everton. Everton on this one. 
especially at Goodison. I'm going to go Leicester just because we're having an Everton fan on the pod next week. Chelsea Arsenal. Yeah, Chelsea Arsenal. Harry, what are you thinking? Chelsea bounce back. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, – I, I think – oh, fuck me. Um, Arsenal are looking really good. But Grant, I rate Grant Potter so highly. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to go draw on this one. I'm going to go draw. Okay, I'm gonna go okay. Draw. Hey, anytime Arsenal's dropping points, I like that. Um, I think Arsenal are going to win this one, but I'm saying draw. I'm going to say Arsenal chokes against, you know, a top, top half team and Chelsea gets the dub here. You know, because that's what they do. Some Villa Man U. Harry, what are you thinking? Draw. I, I think they get a little bit of a, a tiny bit of new manager bounce, but not that much. What are we thinking, Grayson? I think Aston Villa pull this one out. Ooh. I'll be honest. I, I think spicy. I think I think Unai Emery I think Unai Emery is a motivating manager. I think there's a reason he does so well in the Europa League. I think he did, there's a reason he did so well with that Villarreal team and beating Bayern. Um, I think he can really get his his teams to to show out for these games that that people underrate them in. So. I think uh, I think Aston Villa is at a low point in their season right now. I think the new manager coming in is gonna sure it'll give him a little bounce, but at the same time, I don't see it making a difference here. I think I think they're a team. Slowly rebounding, but not quite there yet. And I think, man, you get the dub here, just based on what I've what I've seen. Hampton, Newcastle. Uh, you're kind of like a Man U fan. Two weeks in a row, picking them. Jeez. Sorry, man. I, I, as much as it pains me to say, Agua jersey coming in the mail. As much. What are you gonna say here? I was I was going to the next game, but Southampton Newcastle. As much as Newcastle's flying high, I will mirror the sentiment of last week. Fuck Peter. <laughs> Southampton takes this. <laughs> um, while I, I while I would uh, would love for South or for Newcastle to lose this game, uh, I I have to go with Newcastle for this one. Rolling with the magpies. Um, I'm just a big Knotts County guy. I got, <laughs> I got nothing for it. Juventus and Knotts County guy. So I'm gonna say a draw here. Ooh. I think, I think Newcastle is is riding very high on that four one win and. Uh, you're high. No, dude. No, 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 no. Newcastle no, is riding not. real high right now on that win, and I think they maybe take Southampton. Uh, I think they maybe get a little overconfident, and uh, Southampton is 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 gonna draw this one. 
Let's hope their goalkeeper makes uh, better decisions than Hugo Lloris. Wow! Um, wow! West Ham beat, beat Crystal Palace. All right. Uh, how you feeling about this one, Harry? What's to get the get game of the week. That's a 3-0 win for West Ham. <laughs> Palace. No, I, I would be stunned if we lost to Palace. I must say, I, I feel like I'm a reasonable fan, but if we lose this game, I would be shocked. Oh wow! Oh man, is Paqueta going to be back for this game? What? Whoa! No, in, no insider info. What are you talking about here? <laughs> no, no, no. This is Paqueta. Is going to be back for this game or no? No hablo. No, no hablo. <laughs> Tough one. Um, Tough one. It's it's. I I will say it's like fifty fifty. Most likely not. Um, I dude. Wow. West Ham are so good on the set pieces, but they do have Alton Ward. It really uh, depends on how West Ham comes ready to play this dude, game. Dude, I, I think I have to go with Palace on this one. I think I have to go with Palace. Even if it is at the London Stadium and they got their bubble machines. <laughs> I'm going to go and say... This might be a uh, a one one draw. That's what, wow. I, that's what I'm thinking. Uh-huh. <laughs> easy, easy next. Along. Yeah, easy. You think? Tottenham, <laughs> uh, Liverpool. Already, where are you going? With this I'll one? let you guys talk about this one. I see this one as a Spurs win. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Liverpool, this game, this game has been really closely fought over the last couple of seasons, especially last season. Uh, Harry Kane should have been sent off uh, on the one <laughs> where we played uh, nonsense. That's nonsense. White Hart Lane, um, but England captain, so he gets away with it. Um, oh, oh. Sad. What do you What do you got to say on this one? I'm stalling. This is a tough one. Are you? Wait. Have you not made your pick yet? No. No. I'm oh, stalling. Uh, what do you, What I do you have to say about cool, this? Man. Uh, this is a This is a really really tough one, man. Because y'all do show up in the big games, but here's the thing: we typically tend to show up in the big games too. Um, yeah, just like you showed up against uh, Chelsea. Yeah, that's that's not a big game. Cool. That's not a big game in our mind. Uh, they're just kind of like garbage <laughs> at this point, you know. <laughs> um, but so here's what I'll say. I think. Uh, yeah, just a shit. No, Albion. Just a shit. No, Albion. Sorry. No, you, you're good. You're good. You have you have a pick yet though. <laughs> I was waiting for you to pick. Oh, you're um, waiting for me to pick. I'm, uh, I think I think Nunez is going to terrorize that back line. I think wow. Salah is going to have a good one. You guys are going to nail us on the counter, though. Um, it's not going to be clean sheets anywhere. I think I I think this. Oh, but you don't have Richarlison. You don't have Son. You don't have Kulisevsky. This is a Liverpool win. This is a Liverpool win. Kane may hate the Northerners, but he's he's not going to play that. 
So I think oh God, I already said draw for the last two. Here's what I think. Do I have more confidence than you, Ted? This means this game means a lot. This game means a lot. And we've been winning the games that mean a lot. So I'm gonna say Spurs, and I'm gonna say we win it in added time on a corner. <laughs> in typical yeah, it's because it, you guys it, are gonna play for the first twenty four. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and in added time, we're gonna we're gonna hit a corner in, in and win it in in the ninety fifth minute. Typical pool fashion. It's gonna be classic. It's gonna be great. A Conte master master class. <laughs> That's what I'm going with. Okay, well that that's uh, that's another week in 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 the bag. Uh, Harry, thank you mu- so much for for joining us and, and talking us through West Ham. Uh, Absolutely, that was a lot. Of I fun. don't know if I feel more confident or less confident uh, after after hearing, uh, but I will be looking forward to uh, Dimitri Payet uh, Dimitri Payet return. You sound like a West Ham uh, fan. He- <laughs> you don't know where the team's going. Hyatt, um, Hyatt didn't want to leave. It was his wife. That's what that's uh, came out recently. Of course. Well, he's look as he looks for his way out of Marseille. Then, of course. Uh, yeah. After that, um, now that they're out of the Champions League, first. <laughs> yeah. He'd rather be playing in the ECL. Everyone knows. It. Everyone knows <laughs> the Conference League is where it's at. Um. Ted, you want to lead us out? Yeah, absolutely. Um, again, thank thank you, Spitz, for for joining us this evening. This was a lot of fun, and we we love having people on. Love getting that West Ham perspective. Uh, uh, if you want more, which you know, who wouldn't? Uh, you're welcome to search us up on Discord. We've got a server going right now. We uh, are the Boot and Hearth Podcast on Discord. Um, we've got a Twitch, uh, so at the time, for the time being, we're, we're operating on my Twitch, uh, stream right now at Suave IV, but I believe we also have a Boot and Hearth, uh, Twitch profile as well that you can find, um, and eventually we, we will be streaming on that. Uh, we have a Twitter as well, at the Boot and Hearth Podcast, um, or is it at Boot and Hearth or at the Boot and Hearth Podcast? I always get that one. It's at Boot and Hearth. At Boot and Hearth on Twitter. Um. Yeah, so just check those out if you're looking for more for more casual soccer chat. Um, and uh, you know, hopefully you enjoyed. We'll 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 be back. Last thing, last thing, if if you want to reach out to us, um, feel free to email us at at thebootenhearth at gmail dot com. Yeah. Um, if that doesn't work, it should be bootenhearth at gmail dot com. You can. Um, we should probably figure this out. But well, uh, yeah, you know, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Our massive following. You know, we get so many emails; it's hard to keep up. With yeah, them. of course, um, of course. But yeah, if you want to reach out to us, yeah, reach out and uh, let us know what we can do better, what we're doing great uh, with, and uh, we'll see you back here next week. Yeah. All right. Bye, everyone. See you guys. <laughs>